Don't Skip This One is a music podcast. Music is played and then the host and or guest talk about it. It's really not very complicated. Don't overthink it. The music and the talking may be explicit. The jokes and the bits will be dumb. Hey, Future Zach here. Uh, Just wanted to come in and say content warning. We do discuss serial killers, their crimes, crime scenes they left behind. Um, Frank detail, not necessarily gory detail, but um, might not be for everybody. So proceed with caution. What's up, fellow music nerds? Welcome to Don't Skip This One. Uh, Today's episode is called Killer Tunes. We're going to do songs that uh, serial killers listen to. So I guess a bit of forewarning, if you don't want to hear about serial killers and their crimes, don't listen to it. And um, by that sound, you know that Brady's here. That's the sound we play when Brady's here. No. Woo! Oh, a radio show. It is a radio show to me. Shock jock comedian uh, Brady is here. Stop! <laughs> Along with his wife... Michaela, say hello, Michaela. Hi, everyone. <laughs> I might take the app away from Brady at some point. Uh, sponsor of the you podcast, Ham Brady and the Douche. No, oh, please, please don't. There's, there's two of us now that hate what you do. <laughs> oh man, I don't have, I don't have any backup or the ability to like just overpower Zach with my jokes. I've got you now that's gonna shut it down. Right down. Because I'll be quiet during this episode, all you listeners out there. So we decided on this episode because um, I love listening to true crime podcasts. I don't love listening to true crime podcasts. And we and I don't care. And Michaela, you love listening to true crime as well. I do love a good true crime podcast. I think you're you've listened to more than me, but I still love them. You just ha- I just haven't gotten around to them. I got really into them in college, um, which wasn't a good idea because I also had very high anxiety. Yeah. And uh, did it stop though? It didn't stop me at all. <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> it's interesting to listen to pe- those podcasts when it's. Um, like an example, last co- podcast and my favorite murder. Yeah, I feel like all of them have pretty bad anxiety, yeah. and they are all super into true crime. So yeah. it's kind of funny too that that sometimes goes together. Well, there's that idea that it's like if you already have intrusive thoughts, right? Then at least hearing stories of like how you could uh, you could prepare or like. Yeah. Well, what you would do in this scenario the, then? The few things I have listened to when I'm driving with you in cars is the My Fair Murder. Isn't there saying like, stay sexy and don't get murdered? Yeah. Like that. That's the whole point. Is like, okay, make yourself aware of what these bad people are doing, so you kind of see yeah. some signs of yeah terrible humans out there. Well, they also become advocates for mental health, which I think is cool. I mean, I love, yeah. I love My Fair Murder. They were definitely the gateway into... I loved True Crime before, but they were the gateway into True Crime Podcast, which is, I mean, pretty common, I feel like. It's a starter podcast for a lot of people. Yeah, totally. Um, so we were talking about True Crime a bit, and then I was like, you know what? It'd be awesome to have Michaela on. And 
the only other person I could think of who would want to talk about this <laughs> podcast, this topic on this podcast. So I was like, let's do songs. And I think it's interesting because most often the songs and, and stuff that they, that serial killers, psychopaths listen to is not like, I think everyone expects heavy, like heavy and dark so, metal yeah. and really broke. Like Norwegian and, death metal. Norwegian stuff. death metal stuff. But it's usually like, um, normal, normal. I don't think we did any of this one, so I'll throw it out. Uh, let me just double check. No, uh, like Son of Sam, his favorite band was Hollow Notes. Oh, yeah, and so it's like, <laughs> it's, I don't know, it's just funny, and it makes them it. It's, I, I'm a fan of the, the approach of last podcast on the left, which is like, do not glorify these people, they're, they're real pieces of shit. So it's like everything you can do to make fun of them, go for it. Cause Absolutely. Is that why I'm invited to this podcast? Because you're invited to this podcast because you hate horror films, and I thought it'd be really funny to scare the crap out of you. I don't hate horror films. I want that clear. I hate slasher movies and true crime. And true crime. And but true crime. but if there's a book, a not a fictional book about it, I can and I've read the book first, and I can prepare myself. For The Shining, by reading The Shining, I can watch horror movies. Basically, he's scared of everything except for Stephen King. Yeah, well, there you go. That's Stephen King. I can yeah. watch Psycho and the Birds. I know it's not, like, terrifying. Yeah, but it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Like, that, yeah. and more, it's like, I love, I really like um, good I movies. Know. I don't know, Otto. audibly, if you can hear me and Michaela rolling our eyes, but just so you know... <laughs> But I love <laughs> roll right past it. I love good movies that are scary. I don't love scary movies. If that makes sense. Like, sure. like Psycho is a good movie that is scary. It's not even scary. It's more intense. But like, there are lots of good movies that are scary that you won't watch. Though. Name one. Any good scary. Movie. Name one. Any good. Name one. It's fine. It's name fine. it, and I'll no, I'll like, battle it. Name it. I can't. Which one's the I don't one that I talked like about? Watch scary movies. I'm not watching Halloween. That was yelling. the one. Yep, that was the one. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Anyways. There's no book on Halloween. Okay. <laughs> Alright, we're not we're not even talking about horror films. We're talking about true crime. Stuff that really happens. Scary, happened. okay. Brady doesn't like true scary things. That's the point. Yeah, so um, because I'm his best friend, I thought ah, we should make him. We should make him suffer through his fears. He will hate this. Yeah, um, but his wife and I apparently thought the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that says about me. I agreed with you. It's better to face your fears, right? Um, so should we go for the first song? Sure. All right. So first up, um, we're gonna do "Keep On Loving You" by Ario Speedwagon. All right, and then I need to press the stop button. I mean, the producer needs to step the props that we definitely I, have. Michaela's new to the podcast. We have a full-on research team, some producers who do all of our work just uh, right, right, over right over there in the to booth, the side, in the booth, the booth of us that we have in our own there. home that you didn't know about until yeah. today. And until right now. Until right now. In this second. <laughs> yeah. Should have seen by the look in my eyes, babe. 
All right. I guess I said it before, but that was Keep On Loving You by Aria Speedwagon. Brady's already freaking out a little bit. We did not record it, but he is just a little bit. Um, so you got it on film. <laughs> that's true. You got it on film. My hands are very sweaty. <laughs> I, I didn't like think serial you'd, killers, okay? I, I didn't think you'd be this nervous, to be honest. You agreed to it readily enough that I was like, I guess he's not going to be I, that bad. I like doing the podcast, okay? <laughs> okay. So, Ario Speedwagon, Keep On Loving You. Um, just quickly about the song, and then we're going to talk more about serial killers and songs this episode. Uh, I do enjoy this. It's a, They're a very stadium rock, like, big swelling chorus bands they're great A's man I love Mario Speed Wagon like the what is the yeah. song what's their let's keep on loving I said no 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 like the other song I, you need to have everything ready to go for me so I don't look like a fool in front of my wife this time that we have a hard time with in our is our this song supposed to say you don't look like a fool or something nope nope that's not what you're supposed to say it's fine whatever okay. <laughs> sure you can't fight this feeling I really like that song by Ario Speedwagon, but Ario's a good good band. It's a good time. It can get down. Yeah, and now we're gonna find out why it's not a good time. So I guess you guys loved it. Cool. In the great in the great tradition of me ruining things, this Ario Speedwagon was John Wayne Gacy's favorite oh. favorite band. I hate John Wayne Gacy. John so Wayne much. Gacy's the worst. Specifically because I hate clowns. Did you know this about me? No, but I'm not surprised because most people hate clowns. I hate them. He's, I mean, I think he's the reason a lot of people hate clowns. So starting from like, his, like to the point where, his, where, like, she won't watch any Batman movie. Because the Joker is a clown. Joker's basically a clown. Joker, the Joker, see that? the one with um, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix put me into a full panic attack. Mm-hmm. That's like my literal worst nightmare. Uh, didn't start with John Wayne Gacy. He started with a very specific Bones episode, which is another story for another day. <laughs> okay. But um, also, I found out about John Wayne Gacy much older, and the fact that he was a clown reaffirmed all of my fears. Yeah, the, like a fun a fun fact about clowns and, and her fear of it. Um, this was about a week or two before we were going to get married. Hold we're, on one second. Um, Brady... We're recording this and putting it on the internet. Are you prepared? Are, is this an okay by your wife to tell you <laughs> what this? Story? We can edit it out if she gives me the no-go. What story is it? We were, we were driving around St. George about a week or two before oh. we were supposed to get married. And she's like, and she, we were just talking okay. about how she hated clowns. It's like, okay, what, what would you do if my dad decided to retire from the fire department and pursue his lifelong dream? Of being a clown, would you still get married to me? She's like, no, I wouldn't. Absolutely not. Absolutely, I'm not marrying to a family with a clown. Absolutely. And this was like a week before, and it. I mean, would you marry into a, in a family if my dad was like, oh, my lifelong dream is to be a serial killer, and then he was a serial killer? <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> I don't know if it's, it's the same. same. I don't know. It's the same I think, thing. I think, I think, uh, no. The clouds are terrifying. I agree with you. I, I don't know if I'm at the same level, but um, I don't know issue. why there are clowns in general. They're always just terrifying. Yeah. It's to put a man in, in that. In, I don't know. Um, so, yeah, John Wayne Gacy, he was a clown. Uh, 
So I'm getting the, I'm looking at the research that our assistants provided for us <laughs> on time to me. I think it's, I think this set of research assistants just doesn't like you. Uh, maybe. I don't know. We've had, we've gone through, I don't know, how many episodes are there now? <laughs> we've gone, we have to fire and hire new people every podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed.com. <laughs> We're and back to Indeed. We're back to Indeed. We went to Monster for a sec, but you know what? It's just the same everywhere. So might as well keep to the tried and true Indeed. Indeed.com. Please give One us money. One of these money. days they're going to pay us somebody, for all of our ads. Somebody please. If we keep doing it for free, they might not. I don't know if this is a great advertising. Uh, also, make sure to drink Fanta. Um, so John Wayne Gacy specifically killed uh, teenage and little boys. He would lure them to his house, um, and by being a, like, I think, I can't remember if that's something to do with him being a clown, or he just a regular kind of sex offender where he just enticed them with whatever. Um, but yeah. he had, like, he would, like, keep the bodies in his, in a basement in his house and stuff. No, not in the basement. Under, wasn't it under the floorboards? Like, there was a cross, oh, I guess oh, cross he like, space. It was yeah. Like, I always imagine it in, like, the middle of the house, like a, like a, a cellar. Yeah, he. I I know he, he like built it. He like <laughs> this built is the terrifying. Cell, the cellar. And and from what I remember, he would like hang out with like kind of what you're saying. I think the cloud surprisingly was a separate gig. Uh, yeah, it was it, like he was just a he just enjoyed being a clown, but but um, also but also he enjoyed killing little boys. Yeah, and he would like hang out at after wrestling practice and stuff and like. Yeah. Uh, be like, hey, come, I have beer, and we, do you want to come hang out? We're having a house party. I do know one of his, like, the one of the most, like, heinous things about him is that he was, like, politically connected. Like, he was high up. Oh, yeah. And I don't remember which party. Maybe Democrat? Well, I mean, there's two options. It was oh. Democrat or Republican. Wait, I thought that was Ted Bundy. I don't remember that. Was well, Ted Bundy also did, uh, like, did... He helped out with some presidential campaigns, but um, just looking through the research here that are um, that was sent over. I didn't know that about John Wayne Gacy. He politics. The the local Democratic Party. He was appointed director of a. Yeah, he was connected. That's right. He had a lot of affiliations in the kind of. I think it was local Democratic Party, not like high up in the national, but he was um, very, uh, yeah, like very into involved, pol- involved in politics. Wow. Um, and murdering. Politicians. So, <laughs> uh, politics, murdering, and clowning. I guess right. And clowning. Uh, That's three strikes, honestly. (laughs) I guess he's out. I guess. Um, Yeah, at least thirty-three boys and twenty-six of them crossface. You're right. uh, In the crossface of his house was where he buried them. Um, And he lived there with his mother, I believe. I think so. There was other people in the house. Yeah, there was other people for sure. You got to keep it under control. Brady, this is the first one. I don't know who I don't know who Zach is doing, but he is one of the worst. I would say. Okay. 
This podcast is brought to you by Barnum and Bailey Clown College. <laughs> Barnum and Bailey, creating serial killers everywhere <laughs> since 1858. All right, all right, all right. Let's not drag Barnum and Bailey through the mud. I don't know if they trained John Wayne Gacy or not. And I don't want to look it up. Um, <laughs> I don't want to ruin a circus. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I wanted to start out just... I, he's he's one of the perfect examples to me of this dichotomy. Of, like, he was an awful, awful person that had um, clearly had no conscience. And um, just a, a sick person. A disgusting. He deserved to die. Everyone's glad he's executed. And he listened... He didn't listen to like the worst stuff of the time. He listened to Ario Speedwagon, like 1980s music. Like he wasn't listening to satanic rituals. These are their people. Yeah. You know, so we can go on to the next one, Brady, so we can stop talking about John Wayne Gacy. The next one's going to be just as bad. Like, I don't understand. It's- so sweaty by the end. <laughs> Brady may or may not make it to the end of this. We're gonna see if he walks out. Um, I should I should have kept yours. We did make Brady pick one song because we because both of us were like, well, we really want these three, and we don't really care. And so I just sent him a list of bands, and then he picked a song out of those bands. And so I don't know who the serial killer is based off that band. And I should play it at the end. We'll see if I do. Just so that he has to wait until now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can go ahead and play the next one. Dire Straits. That was a really nice song, and I'm just very curious on how you guys are going to ruin that one for me, too. This is your wife's pick. So, uh, yeah, very pleasant song. He reminds me, uh, the singer reminds me of, oh man, of course I'm going to forget the name. Uh, the Velvet Underground singer, though, they kind of remind his voice similar. Uh, do you know who I'm talking about? No, but let me. Let me just check with our check with our research assistant. Yeah, um, I did want to say I like the uh, line: "You can fall f- when you can fall for chains of silver. You can fall for chains of gold. You can fall for pretty strangers and the promises they hold." And just kind of like if you're, uh, just kind of talking about like if you're surface level, um, which actually is like a lot of psychopaths are very surface level people. They don't. There's nothing deeper to them. Um, I mean, they hide the sick stuff they do, but there's not, it's, you know, you're anyways. about to be so bummed out. <laughs> but I just like when you, yeah, when you're, when you're shallow like that, then, then you can fall for any sort of trick. Yeah. Um, is what I interpret that line as, but I don't know what this is about. So... Um, it, Lou Reed is the Lou Reed. Mm-hmm. Reed. I was going to say Lou Vega. And I was like, that's not right. That's he does Mambo number five. That's bum, that's bum, bum, Yeah, bum. that's Lou Vega. Okay. One, two, three, four, five. Do you want to say say a favorite lyric? Um, or you already know what's gonna happen, so I don't know. I, I 
she I think told she, you something. she told me something, but but I have mentally blocked it out. <laughs> um, but <laughs> it's going to be so funny when when you listen to this back and you go like, I don't remember this hour and a half of my life. <laughs> <laughs> what did we do when you came up to home? visit us? I don't remember. Like again, Dire Straits is another cool band. Like. This is the they sing the the I want my MTV song the money for nothing, yeah. And I, gonna... I mean, <sighs> Brady's freaking out, so he can't finish that. But I can't um, finish it. Uh, I do want to say nothing against these bands. It's not like they chose to have serial killers listen to them. But yeah, so so don't like... so don't stop listening to the bands. But you know, just information. Uh, this is. Among the fans. I will say that I loved a cover of this song, uh, Romeo and Juliet, when I was in high school. Yeah. And I listened to this, and since, right? And then when I listened to this story, I was like, it doesn't ring the same to me. It is ruined. Sometimes sometimes that can happen. Yeah. All right, go ahead. So who is... I was just going to say, just just like Dark Straits, I'm going to guess this... uh, this next person got money for nothing and chits for free. Nice. That's a Dire Straits lyric. Uh, and now I'm going to start being scared again and go. <laughs> uh, plot twist, it's not a person, it's people. Oh! Yay! <laughs> it's a couple. Have you heard of David and Catherine Burney? David and Catherine They're an Australian couple. Probably in not them. Okay. Real big bummer. Yeah. Basically, um, up to no good. Had crappy childhoods, met very young, dated, broke up, married other people, had lots of kids with other people, other spouses, got back together, and then their shit hit the van. So, um, in five weeks, they abducted, raped five women, and killed all but one. Oh, I do think I remember yeah, this one. Yeah, it's a doozy, and it was in. Let me get the time oh. frame. The couples are the worst. It's so worse. It's so much off. It's so awful because, um, like, because if you trust, you the trust couple. couples. Yeah, yeah, right. If and they picked these girls up on the side of the road, yeah. and you know, it's a real big bummer. Just like I was saying earlier, <laughs> women can be serial killers too. Yeah, you're very feminist that way. Um, I will say that there are other victims that they suspect, but they haven't attributed to that. Which I always mention because it's like, it sucks if you're that family. And I always mention, like, I have another true crime podcast. But I think it's worth mentioning that it was probably more than five. Right. But And they basically just picked these girls up on the side of the road and did terrible, terrible things. And though Catherine watched and semi-encouraged, and then they buried them out in, like, land. And they're also called the Morehouse Murders. Maybe that's what you've heard. Possibly. Because they lived on Moore Street, but... Yeah. In Perth. Um, the reason this song... I chose this song is because the last victim, her name is Kate Moore. Moore? M-O-I-R? Moira? Moira? <laughs> Moira? There's no A on the end. Yeah, it's like Irish. Whatever. This is Brady's note. It doesn't matter. I wouldn't know how to pronounce that. So either way, she was abducted at knife point after she like she had accepted a ride from them. Mm-hmm. 
And then they um, did bad things and smoked a lot of weed. And she was at their house for a day. And then, um, real big bummer. And she was really creeped out. Yes, Brady. Do you want... I'm distracting myself. Do you want a gold star? Moya. Moya. Okay. Kate Moya. Either way, M-O-I-R. Yeah. Um, they played this song on repeat the whole time. And they also, so she was like, obviously captured and she realized that she needed to like hide things in the house so that when they found her, like if, if people investigated, they would have like clues that she was there. So she would like, she wrote things on little pieces of paper and folded them up and like put them places and all this stuff. And David went to work and Catherine went to the door to, you know, casually deal some drugs. And she managed to escape and was in like very little clothing. Yeah. Lots of things happened. Basically found herself uh, to a vacuum store and was like, call the cops. If a woman comes after me, don't believe anything she says. Like, yeah. help me. She went to the, she got to the police station and the police were going to write her up as a liar, like for lying. Yeah. And they assigned her to the newest, what are they called? Sergeant? Um, constable Laura Hancock. She's 22 years old. Not the victim, the constable. Yeah. And it was her first statement she ever took. And she believed this girl because she had all these really specific details. Like, they had dire straits on the vinyl, and there was, like, Rocky in the VHS player, and, like, all these really specific details. So, um, they finally ended up believing her, and then she remembered the name that she had seen on the medicine bottle, which was David Bernie, and they were like, oh, shit. Yeah. Not a good time. He has a long record. So then they went back, and that's how they were caught. Womp womp. Anyways. So that's the story of that song. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Creepy. But it's so, but like back to your, like basically the thesis of this, right? Like they're just, they're awful, awful people. Yeah. And they're just listening to Dire Straits. It's a good song. Yeah. I, I, I love true crime, but I love getting the chill down my spine. That's yeah. part of it. It's yeah. like, ooh, creepy. Mm-hmm. Right, Brady? I feel your hands. Oh, no. I assumed you zoned out and weren't listening because you hadn't said anything in a while. When Brady doesn't talk, <laughs> sometimes you just assume that he's not paying any attention because if he's paying attention, that he's constantly cracking jokes. Yeah. <laughs> he can't crack, crack jokes in that story. I, I, I am right now in, in like a mental happy place of like, okay, like I'm, I'm writing Indiana Jones. So we told you we get that in the podcast once, Zach. Damn it. <laughs> All right. Um, should we go to the next one? Yeah. You ready? You need like a 10 minute breather or anything? Oh, you know, I, I... you're fine. Okay. He's fine. <laughs> Bye.
one. I already pressed record. I don't know. <laughs> that was that. Pinball Wizard by The Who. Here on KTSTO, your only place for serial killer music. Um, oh, I was enjoying it until you brought that back up again. I had mentally put myself into like, ah, oh, man, The Who is great. Like, I had never heard the song before, and I really enjoyed it. The whole like, story of just this kid who's like, yeah, I'm a pinball. Like, I am great at pinball, but yeah. I've never yeah. seen... You haven't heard this song? No, and oh, it was just I I really enjoyed that song. So yeah. don't ruin it for me. Go on ahead. <laughs> Do you have a favorite lyric? I don't really have a favorite lyric. I just like the whole song, the whole okay. like I just think it's really interesting. The Yeah. It's a very good song. I mean the Who does fantastic music. They're one of my favorite bands. Um when I think of like their drummer is the one I think of as one of uh when I think of great drummers, he's probably my favorite. For sure. Yeah, he's fantastic. Keith Moon, because I just remember the name. Um, do you have anything to say about the song, Kayla? I liked it. Um, I did want to talk about briefly because it does relate to the story in a second. Um, this is off of the their rock opera that they wrote um, right. called Tommy. Tommy is actually the subject of the song, Pitball Wizard. So I, oh. I believe the story is Pete Townsend, the guitar player. Mm-hmm. Um had a really bad acid trip and then he wrote a rock <laughs> opera about it okay just like every other band in the 70s <laughs> so he so there's like a lots of stuff in there i think that i think there's a few songs about acid but um this the, the main character is tommy uh in the movie that they made uh yeah they made a movie about it uh in the movie that they made the lead singer plays tommy and he's a deaf He's a deaf, dumb, blind kid, and he ends up, um, he ends up uh, becoming like a pinball champion. I love that. Um, and it's it's like a really funny. It's just that British like odd seventies humor, you know, that, that I really love. Like the Monty Python type. Yeah, kind of Monty Python type humor, and um, the the song is sung from the point of view of like the current world champion pinball wizard, who's Tommy. His like there's a match between them and so he's talking about the the main character is talking about tommy and like i don't understand how he's this good he's deaf dumb and blind um so that's kind of the story behind the song and what i have loved this song since probably middle school um i learned it on the guitar a while ago and guess who else loved it brady do you want to guess i don't know somebody who did something terrible to a bunch of different people is that, yeah, correct. You're right. Okay. <laughs> uh, Dennis Nielsen. Oh, that's one I've not heard of before. I don't know who that is. He's uh from uh he's from old old London town. Ah. Uh, Jack the Ripper. Nope, no, not Jack the Ripper. We don't know who Jack the Jack, Ripper is. Jack the Ripper lived Jack before the Who. H. H. Holmes. He's okay. an American. Okay, good job. Though. Not, those, are two, around, that's not what, those are two. Those are two serial the killers. That's, that's the theory. Is that the theory is that H. H. Holmes. Is is Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper. I don't know if I believe it. This is um, it's old enough where I can get behind those ones where I'm like, ah, this happened in like. No, you wouldn't if you actually listened to it. No, I wouldn't. But like, but it's it's better than you know. Let's learn about Dennis. Let's learn about Dennis. <laughs> okay, Dennis Nielsen. Mm-hmm. He's one of the more recent ones I learned about, um, and uh... he's uh, he's very interesting. He was fascinated with, he, he like, his, 
his he would he was in was it in war he would fantasize about him being the dead body and like someone doing something to his dead body oh good mm-hmm, 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 and mm-hmm. so he would purposely cool 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 um he would purposely uh pretend to pass out and drunk hope and drunk would... hopes that one of his fellow soul comrades would uh, would rape him oh. basically he fantasized about that um and so later he it's a choice so later he uh obviously began killing people um he would like wash the bodies and then try and keep them as like long as possible he was so john wayne gacy built or like made a space for the cellar and like i think like tried to make it so that not everyone could like smell it dennis nielsen and he was a was it process versus product i think his was a little more process and then like right after they were dead but then like he wouldn't he would just shove the bodies like under floorboards into cupboards and then he would just like constantly be burning candles to cover this like he wouldn't do anything else to cover the smell just anything. candles like just a bunch of candles and like clean that doesn't stuff. work i've had to clean up dog poop in our house and i've tried to candle it and it doesn't I don't understand. Put a pregnant woman in that room; it will not, it will not cover anything. Um, yeah, he's. He, they they talked about how like everyone who because he had people over, like people came over and people were like, it smelled musty, and they were like, that is not. You're lying. It smelled <laughs> like dead bodies. There's no way it didn't smell like dead bodies in there. Um, so he would listen to the rock opera. So actually, what he would do is he would convince um, other. It, this was in 80s? Yeah, it was in 80s in London. I believe it was still illegal to be gay in London. Maybe it was it, maybe it was legal, but it was still like super, like society, society was against it at least. Um, and so he would find other homosexuals and then take them back to his place and be like, oh, do you want to listen to... He like listened to a lot weirder music too, I remember them talking about, but um, he got obsessed with the rock opera Tommy and he would kill people to the rock opera. Oh. Um, he would listen to the whole album. Um, like he would get he would get his victims like drunk and high and then he would like strangle them while listening to Tommy. Um, <laughs> do you want to hear how he was caught, Brady? It's disgusting. I do. Just just <laughs> roll with it. You're really ruining the So We'll, we'll, we'll take you out for ice cream after this, bud. Yeah. <laughs> um, so so the he lived in the one house when he started. And in that house, he got up super early in the morning. Uh, like once he like could physically no longer fit dead bodies in any empty space in his home. Like oh, he had no more room. He, he got up super early, dragged all the dead bodies out. And just, all of them? All of them in his backyard and just set them up. A blaze and then put tires over it. Yes, I okay. have heard of this guy. Okay, yeah, that's what I that's what I was thinking if it was him or not. Yeah, so then when he moved, he was doing the same thing, but it was in the top floor of an apartment versus his old one. I think he was either in the basement or it was like a duplex side by side. Yeah. Um, and so in that one, he tried to shove, he tried to chop up and then shove the potty parts in into the plumbing. Yeah which caused a blockage and the plumbers had to come and he um, 
the uh he tried so the plumber came and was like that is those are that is definitely dead bodies and um, that's not flushable wipes i know what flushable wipes <laughs> look like and that's so, not it and he happened to be there like it was a neighbor that complained about it and was there with the plumber and when the plumber said those are dead bodies like dennis is walking by i was like no 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 that's um that's chicken that someone tried to, that that looks like i've seen chicken Someone tried to flush I've chicken down chicken. there. Someone tried to flush chicken down there. And so then the plumber said, I have to go get some more tools. I am not prepared for this. And so Dennis tried to clean all of it out. But his neighbor who had called was like watching him. And uh, also he didn't get all of it out uh, because the plumber stuck his hands, uh, hopefully a gloved hand, up the pipe and pulled out even more viscera. So that's Dennis Nielsen, and he listened to the rock opera time. That's funny. I mean, <laughs> it better have been a club. Brady's I, reaction is I, it yeah. better have been a club hand because, like, I'm just, he's a plumber. Like, I'm just, I can't even imagine, like, I, putting your hand up a pipe to I, unblock some poop. Like, that. Brady, I've worked with some contractors on sewer line pipes. They're not as, they're not as concerned as putting gloves on as you would think they would be. That is disgusting. Yeah. Are you sure they're not serial killers? <laughs> Um, so okay, well, do you want to go to the next one? Not really, but let's do it anyway. <laughs> oh, I, great. The next one's the Beatles. You're going to ruin the Beatles for me. To be fair, most people know about that, about why this yeah. is. Okay, big. that's true. I did. This is the one I didn't know. I didn't know the order, but we'll talk about it later. All right. When I get to the bottom, I go back to the top of the slide. Well, stop. Helter Skelter by the Beatles. Uh, we just wanted to throw in a song that no, like this doesn't have anything to do with any sort of murders or anything. So Weirdly, this one isn't gonna affect no. me as hard because I think I've I've known about like Charles Manson's the one that like everyone knows about. Yeah, he's like a cliche piece of shit. He's a cliche piece yeah. of shit. So it's 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 not as scary to me because like I've seen. Do you know what I mean? Like he comes up in a ton of different stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. Also, his like whole thing, like the. It's based off of a cult, and cult murders are just, like, not as terrifying. Yeah, cult murders aren't... They're still terrible, but they're yes, not... They're, they're not bad. They're not the level of, like, yeah, he was cutting on body pieces, shove them in his toilet, and the plumber had to saw it. It was, like, a... Yeah. This uh, well, why would we talk about that on this podcast? I mean, yeah. That'd uh, be a dumb idea be, to no, try but, and gain view. But, like, I think that's... This is the one I, could, I feel like you could talk a little bit more, because Charles Manson is still terrifying, but he's not, like... Yeah, it's not the same. It's not the same thing, but he's like, you know, because like we've all, at least we, I say we all, one out of three of us in this room seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where it kind of goes into, you know, one of the famous Manson murders of Sharon Tate and the whole like alternate history of him and yeah. all that. But point is, is we'll go back to the song, uh, the White Album, great. Um, Helter Skelter is an amazing song. Yeah, it's song. awesome. That I love. I love the experimentation they did with this because you can really see the roots of a lot of different um, later punk and heavy metal come out from the White Album specific sure. Beatles experimentation with the, all of that sort of distortion and stuff. So it's so crazy to me though, like 
like looking up stuff about this, like how how Charles Manson went from this song to making an entire. I mean, the theory is is that this is like the basis for his ideology of a race war. Like yeah. how he got there is so. Like I kept rereading the lyrics and being like, where in the world? Yeah, it's Does like, he, like find that. It's like the real story is basically like this is what happens when you take way too much acid. Yeah. Um, and LSD, LSD and probably some bad yeah. batches of LSD. It's like there's no, uh, there's no, I yeah, there's no way to get there from from helter no. skelter. So the the prosecutor, the guy that prosecuted Manson, wrote this whole book about like the his theory basically and how he ended up convicting him. Since Charles Manson didn't actually kill anybody, like how he still got put in prison for it. Yeah. And he talks about the lyric, oh, honey pie, my position is tragic. Come and show me the magic of your Hollywood song. And <laughs> this is Charles' interpretation. The Beatles know that Jesus Christ has returned to Earth and is in Los Angeles. They want Manson to create his song. That his That is his album that will set off Helter Skelter. Like he thought that like Manson thought that he was gonna create music that set off this race war and like ultimate yeah. confusion. Well, and the crazy thing about Manson is that wait, I'm I'm correct me if I'm wrong. Manson was also into music too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he recorded. Like, he, he recorded. recorded music. And so like, yeah. and like that's the crazy thing about it is like he had like context because I read I read a book by one of the Beach Boys and it talks about how. I think Carl Wilson, one of the Beach Boys who's passed on, or Dennis, I think it was Dennis. Dennis Wilson was actually friends with, with for, a, um, time, for yeah. a time before it got into like the crazy, crazy bit. But like when it was in the music scene in the in that time where everyone's like tripping on acid and stuff, like it wasn't like he was this crazy person just like walking down the street. Like he was in the society, which is terrifying too. Yeah, I mean, listening to I think I think it definitely depends who you listen to on the many different stories of Charles Manson, because it goes from like it goes from uh, the point of view that I think um, got him in jail is that like he was convincing people to murder uh, huge racists. I mean, the huge racist is probably just true, but like this, like really trying to start the apocalypse. All the way to like, he just took too much. He was, uh, I mean, he was a career criminal by, by the fact that like, the, everyone who raised him was a career criminal. Yeah. Criminal, like he didn't have much of a choice. So he's like this boy, basically raised in prison. We well, had All a choice, of, but he didn't have much of a chance. <laughs> yes, he didn't have much of a chance. Um, but he's like basically raised in prison. All he wanted to do was like, be, be like groovy with everyone else at that time. But he like was too much of like like still had a tendency to um steal and and this rape huge racism and the abuse of drugs yeah led to it and he's like he was really just trying to get women sort of view and just it just spiraled out of his control yeah like the i know i know one of the podcasts that both of us have listened to last podcast on last on the left their opinion is like it just got out of Charles Manson's hands. It, it, he just doesn't know when to quit. Yeah. And it, and and the real person, the guy who whoever like actually 
knife killed, uh, killed Tate and killed like wrote him. in and with their blood. I can't remember his name. Tex. Like he was the real messed up dude because yeah. um, the theory is Charles didn't really say go kill him. He just and it was misinterpreted. Right. But but who knows what really happened? I mean, most yeah, of them were high. Yeah, whatever happened, it's, it was a terrible, terrible thing. Um, well, because I know you were you what. What was your prep work for this? Because I'm I'm actually kind of well. The thing is, is I because there's so many theories on Manson and stuff. It's actually kind of like a confusing like I don't know like case to me because yeah, it's not like very solidified in my head because there's it's not linear in my head because there's so many different like inputs and people from like insane like conspiracy theories all the way down to just being like that's what drugs will do yeah. which is probably like a combination of a lot of things right yeah and that ultimately like he's not the one that murdered anybody so why is he in prison xyz blah 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 so i was like how does i chose the song mostly for myself to be like how did this song even tie into it tie into and it. get yeah, rid of yeah. blood on a like <laughs> on a murder scene yeah. So, because that's the thing is, like, I I had heard of Helter Skelter. I didn't realize. I thought, for some reason, you know, I I'd, I'd always thought it was the opposite way, where like they wrote it about Manson, and it wasn't Manson took Helter Skelter. No, it said it, it was like. Oh a, yeah. It's like if in two thousand and twelve, someone was like, "Well, that's not a good example." But it's like taking this really popular artist doing too many drugs and then tying, like, a popular artist to a murder. It, Oh, yeah. In fact, they asked um, Lennon to, um, like, comment on the trial, and Lennon was like, I didn't even write the song. Yeah. <laughs> like, they said, I have nothing to say about it. And he obviously didn't, but it's, like, it's so insane. Yeah, it's just this insane, insane story, no matter no matter what's really the truth and what's... Because, like, I, and I, I want to be clear because I felt like I maybe insinuated that he shouldn't be in jail. I think he should be in jail. Yeah, yes. I, yeah. I'm glad that we he got We are not saying that he, like, we are not on, on that side of the spectrum. Of I'm just not, I just, it's just not definite to me that Charles Manson himself said, go murder. That's not oh, for sure to me, personally. Like, he could have, and he could not have. I, I wouldn't be surprised either. Yeah, you're not, you're not defending him. You're just saying that, like, you don't have any idea. Well, yeah. I basically he got put in prison because his like the whole argument was based on Helter Skelter saying his ideologies encouraged people to whether Encour- he told them to or not. Yeah, kind whether of, he yeah. gave that specific whether whether it was a direct order or an indirect order. Yeah, yeah, it was definitely dangerous. Yeah, him to have taught that. But ultimately, he sucks. Yeah, he's he's a real <laughs> sucky piece of shit. Oh, so. like right now you're, uh, you've got you've got a. Research article is not Wikipedia up, and like oh, looking, yeah, at sure mug- looking at his mugshot, looking at his mugshot, he looks. Wikipedia. What? But support Wikipedia. But support Wikipedia. If, oh, you yeah. if you have extra money in December, do it. <laughs> um, but his mugshot looks crazy. Like he looks yeah. insane. Yeah. You know, there's not a there's no defense against that. Yeah, he's not. Ooh. All right, you guys ready for the next? Yeah, that one was I. That was a little bit more upbeat. I'm. I'm. I'm I feel like, okay, well, great. not upbeat, but like let's let's yeah, tear well, it back should, down again. You should be excited for the next one because it's your pick. Oh, good. This next song is "Highway to Hell." They didn't tell me. They said, "Here's a list of like three bands," and I was like, "Oh, 
ACDC is cool. I like ACDC. And we're doing songs about killers. This is all before this happened. I was like, Highway to Hell makes sense. Let's go with Highway to Hell. I feel like I tried to explain it to you, but okay. Highway to Hell by ACDC here on KDSCOFM. Do you enjoy my video list? Yeah. Um, How come you don't like my, my like, you know, drive radio? Um, no, you said, I tried to come up with a clever name. Like, what's what's the Parks and Rec one? The, um, and the Douche? Yeah, but what's the first? It's something in the Douche. It's... Yeah, I'm a Parks and Rec. Yeah, but what's, what's the first... Some, what's the something? The name? Yes. I don't know. Oh, I name. don't remember. Yeah. I'm trying to cheer things up with a little Parks and Rec humor, but I guess let's just tear it back down again. What are you guys going to talk about? You won't buy ACDC. Oh, yeah, so well, like, what do you have to say? What do you have to say about the oh, song? Don't you want to talk about the song? Oh, the, the that song is, is sort of the point of the podcast. That is the point of the podcast. Not the, this episode. The in song is amazing. Like, One thing I did just learn that's a little embarrassing because they sound very similar. I did not realize there's two. I'm going to regret saying this because someone's going to make fun of me about it, but that there there was a lead singer, and then he died in the, like, 1980. It's going to be my mom. And then, she, luckily, she doesn't listen to anything I do. My roommate, by the way, Debbie Levitt. But there was, like, so Highway to Hell was Thanks once one lead singer, he died, and then, like, Back in Black, um, Thunderstruck, all those were a different lead singer, but they sound so similar that I never... I thought they were the same person because it was very similar yeah. in song style, but I guess that makes sense. embarrassed you would even I do that. Yeah, well, that does embarrass me a lot now. Why does it embarrass me? Because you don't do trivia as well as I do. <laughs> but oh ACDC is, I have always loved ACDC. ACDC is one of my favorites. ACDC is great. You know what? Actually, my nephew is obsessed with ACDC. He's nine? That's cool. I, um, I remember having an ACDC phase when I was like two. 13, 12 or 13. Yeah. Like when you start getting into like your more of your music and I was like, I was like, oh, this, like, I like this. So yeah. I remember listening to Black and Black and TNT, Hell's Bells, Thunderstruck, all of that, like, yeah, yeah during that time. I, um, can so, we edit out that part where I completely embarrass myself? About absolutely ACDC? not. But okay. I, if it's not um, admitting to an illegal act, I really don't want to have to edit out stuff. Well, what if I told you that the reason I didn't know that was because I'm about to tell your address to everybody? Absolutely not. Zach lives. You don't even hide. In the United States of America. Good job. Um, The okay. So here's what happened. England. He lives in England. Here's here's what happened. We gave. (laughs) Well, I gave Brady a list of. I just did three, right? Just three. three. I said, here's three bands that serial kills, killers listen to. Pick a band and a song from that band. So ACDC was on there, and you, you said Highway to I went ACDC Highway to Hell because I feel like all of these guys are on their highway to hell. Nice. 
Very clever. Because they're serial killers, and they deserve to be in hell. So we're going to go ahead and like kind of describe this guy, and then eventually I'll tell you his name. Um, so this guy, uh, this piece of shit didn't even get to be uh, uh, um, executed. He died from lymphoma instead. Uh, that makes me mad. I didn't know that. Um, he his his favorite thing was to um, break into people's homes, um, tie them up, make them profess their love to Satan, um, and then kill them. Good. Do you know who it is? I'm just curious if you if you. I might. Um, what's your guess? I could see who it is. I don't know who it is, but I can see who it is. It's... I'm curious if you just off of that. I don't want to be wrong. You know I, I know, but but just... um. So his nickname was the Night Stalker. Okay. That documentary on Netflix is very good. So that's what I thought it was. I might have to watch that. You should. It's very, very good. It's very so well uh, Richard Ramirez, he was actually obs- the reason he was uh, caught had to do with oh yeah uh, his obsession with ACDC. Um, I can't remember the exact story, but I remember like left a piece of merchandise behind or something like yeah. that. And so, then he was arrested by citizen arrest force, right? Is that the same guy? Probably. Let's go ahead and look at the um, research compiled for us by our <laughs> research assistants. Uh, capture. He visited. Blah, 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 blah. Um, walked past police officers who were staking out the bus term- terminals and hoping of catching him. That's terrifying. Um it sounds like it was a whole chase, actually. Um, yeah, but it was like people on the street, right? Or am I thinking of someone else? Oh, a group of citizens yeah. forced and held him down and relentlessly beat yeah. him. So they that makes it, me They had found who, like, the picture of who it was. Oh, from the I see. Thing, and then. Um, and then put the his picture on the news, and they like recognized him. Because everybody was so scared in California, and like obviously, like paranoia was awful. Yeah. Tackled him. Well, I mean, he got away with so many before that they caught him, and it was like all within the Los Angeles area, basically. And then um, he moved to San Francisco, and he was a spree killer. So it was like all this is all within fourteen months. Yeah. Um, it would be terrifying. Um, for sure. So good, good choice. He's, yeah. He's so really, he's really scary, actually. So. You guys want to tell me any other things he did, and and, and any other good fun facts? Um, when Can I mentioned that he tortured people until yeah. he said they swear to Satan. Uh-huh, uh-huh, okay, uh-huh. that's a fun fact. And at his trial, he went like hail Satan or whatever. Yeah, that's mm. right. He was real obsessed with Satanism and the occult. And the, not, oh, the, uh, not the not um, the not the the atheistic. The uh, I was about to say fun Satanism, <laughs> but um, not the athe- uh, the Satanism that's just atheism. Um, basically, basically. Um, it's the Satanism where he's you know you pray, worship Satan. You worship, yeah, you like worship Satan as like an actual deity versus atheists as Satan Satanism, which is like they don't actually believe that there is a Satan. It's more like true. Separation of church and state, right? Yeah, they're just which is very interesting reading about that, learning more like because I always thought like, oh, it's a Satanist, like they are, and then you read about it, you're like, oh no, they're just they're a church that doesn't believe in a church. Yeah, 
Like, it's more yeah. just like, oh, yeah, no, like, the whole point is that we don't believe in it. It's like, oh, so it's not that you're worshipping Satan. You are, the whole point is that you worship nobody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Which is, actually. Makes me feel a little bit better about the Satanists. Like, it's not. That is, this is. <laughs> move right on past that. Um, he, he was someone, uh, a lot of serial killers, I feel like, that ended up uh, going to war usually like didn't end up actually like killing or anything weirdly enough but he was one who actually who who raped and murdered during vietnam war like everyone else was traumatized and had ptsd and i believe he was having the time of his life like, well, um, this, is a, this is a horrible piece of shit um, as john wayne gacy would say a kid in the candy store i don't like that <laughs> that's not a good joke you know that what? Is, you guys well, you guys brought me down into your filth. I will make jokes about it to make myself feel better. <laughs> so <laughs> that's there's Richard Ramirez and Brady Brady making a joke, I guess. It's sort of a joke. Um I hope he goes directly down the highway to hell. Well he already Yeah, he's he's, he's dead. Dead. Yeah, oh. dead dead for a while now. Okay, let's move on so to... The... Died in Which is I guess, yeah, it's not as, as long ago as do we, need, do we need to sell out? You know. Just oh, like Richard Ramirez... Uh, I don't like you tying Richard Ramirez into our going into advertising. We, separately from that discussion... I was, trying to make to a, I, was trying to, I was trying to make a merchandise you comment with ACDC. No, no, no. You do not need to segue to the sellout corner on this episode. We are not... There's no segues. Cold breaks. Cold breaks only. All right. Um, and in addition to the ad, make sure to go follow us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, most importantly on Spotify, subscribe there uh you can also on the anchor app but listening on spotify is the way you get to listen to the full songs um let's see what else um oh i did a thing with the uh, uh kevin best to say bessie go check him out um on youtube even though he sucks and made fun of cody cody so whatever um and uh brady did you want to shout anything out Tie it into this. Yeah, I would love to shout out. Um, I would guess Any better sorry. health. <laughs> um, make sure that you guys are all <laughs> good upstairs you... because I don't need any more of these people running around um, ruining music for me. That was uh, this is not an actual paid advertisement, but like you know, just if, you just talk. You just wanted to talk about website you're visiting after this episode <laughs> you guys want to check it out that would be great please 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 we'll get some help because oh man um <laughs> before we jump into the next one i do have a question that i was thinking about you two creeps might know uh-huh. <laughs> the heavy breathing they told you um so what's your thoughts because i feel like all of these people have been 70s 80s like and I know, I know there's still serial killers out there, but like uh -huh. I feel like there was a bigger presence in like 60s, 70s, 80s. Like that, that you, yeah. There, I but think like, there's multiple theories to that. There's, but like I want to hear what your theories are, just because it's like I've. 
things yeah, I've yeah. heard that I agree with are uh, PTSD, undiagnosed PTSD, lead paints everywhere. Yeah. And that's a big one I've heard. Um, just general lack of mental health awareness. <laughs> I uh, personally think that there are people that we have gotten a bit better uh, with the introduction of DNA evidencing sure. to uh, be able to actually catch um, psychopaths earlier so they don't get as far. Yeah. That's fair. Um, just because still are, I don't mean to like scare people, but just like there still are like, this is just every once in a while, the genes in our, our gene pool spits out um, a sociopath. That is unfortunately that also, I should say, this is, my understanding um, of psychopaths is that uh, sociopaths are born a lot more frequently than I think we even want to admit, but they're not psychopaths unless they're like have also a terrible childhood. Like s some people maybe are definitely born that way, but like a lot of times you're a sociopath, um, which then can you can grow up and just be, you know, a shitty CEO of a giant company. Um, it's still a terrible piece of shit, but you don't murder people. And, but if you also had a terrible childhood, um, and that can be interpreted in many ways, uh, but just like one of the really, really bad ones, then you can turn into a psychopath. That makes sense. Just cause like, you know, how many Netflix shows and documentaries and all this stuff out there where it's like, you know, pan like panic, like the, um, the golden state killer, like where it's like panic, like. Everyone was talking about, like, you know, yeah. Ted Bundy. Like, all of these people were, like, everyone was, like, living in fear with, like, Richard Ramirez. Like, it was this whole thing where, like, anymore, there's not, you don't really. You just live in a constant state of fear, not specific states of fear. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's true. That's true. But, but also, like, it's not. It's a. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't, you don't see the. No, yeah, they're not, they're not this, like, uh, like. Famed serial killers. Yeah, there's no like a I lot of these people. Like, them is that is that why? Because like you, there's I, all these I would like so. infamous. I guess is the better word. Yeah, serial killers that you know, like John Wayne Gacy and Ted yeah, Bundy, and what's the other dude? The the blonde hair, glasses. He had a movie come out recently. Oh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer, yeah. like stuff like that. But like you know, thinking about the remember the the the. Uh, Guy, I think it was the two people who did the Boston Marathon shootings. Like, I don't even, you don't really even think about them anymore, which is good because yeah, we, we don't want to. Yeah, but and like, like I, and but because there's not as much. It might be the twenty four hour news cycle too that helps contribute to it, right? Like, things turn over faster, and you you forget. Yeah, there's which also is, like that's the one good thing about the twenty four hour news cycles that maybe you forget possibly. that that's. You, you, but do you forget? I, I that. think I think that I think that we also I mean we're living looking back at these murders like uh, Richard Ramirez specifically caused the panic because he was a spree killers and I think spree killers always do but like Ted Bundy and, and Jeffrey Dahmer the police knew that there was like maybe a link between it but murders happen all the time we don't know if they're connected necessarily That's true. all the That's time true. so it's like murders could be happening. And we don't, it's not reported as like, there's a serial killer out there. It's reported as another murder happened. Yeah. So like looking back, we have this knowledge that there were lots of serial killers, but maybe they're just not getting caught as much, or maybe or they're getting they get caught earlier. Hopefully is that so the they're case. Not, they're not or, serial killers. Or, or, has a big play 
but yeah, there's a huge spray. It's a lot harder to clean up a crime scene when you're keeping from DNA. This podcast is brought to you by Twenty Three and Me. Twenty Three and Me helping you find out if you're from Europe, Asia, or if you're a serial. And now the end is near And so I face the final curtain My friend, I'll say it clear I'll state my case of which I'm certain All right, that was My Way by good old Frank Sinatra Old Blue Eyes I gotta keep things lighter. Hold on. Oh, You were just you were just possessed by your grandpa for a second. Seriously, <laughs> back in my day, my grandpa didn't live in the south, so I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't this. know why either. I don't know either. <laughs> um, no, I love Frank Sinatra. He's great um, singer. I don't know anything about his personal life. I don't think it's okay. I I don't think many of those singers in the day were great people, you know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, fantastic singers. So we're just gonna yes. go on by because we're talking about the uh, other other crimes, not not musician crimes in this. Case. I did bend the rule on this a little bit though. That's fine. They're not serial killers, but it is a killing phenomenon. Okay, interesting. So in the good old country of the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. There has been multiple, they don't know how many, but, uh... My hands are getting sweaty again. Why? Because <laughs> What does it say? <laughs> Since 1998, they guess about a half a dozen incidences occurred in connection with strenuous complaints over the singing, the karaoke singing of My Way. And they have the Filipino newspapers name that have named the phenomenon "my way killings," and they what? peaked in tw- in two thousand seven when a twenty nine year old karaoke singer was shot dead by a security guard at a bar. That and, it was and because of complaints that the young man's rendition of "my way" was off key, but the man refused to stop singing, and and God just pulled out a gun and killed him. So like karaoke is super popular in the Philippines. Okay. Um, it's a really big deal. They have like karaoke machines everywhere. Right. From what I've read. Do not play my way. And they've taken it off the books. Like it's not even an option in most places in the film. Do they? Do they because just it's such love? A big deal. Do they just love Frank Sinatra? Yeah, they, they love Frank and they love the song. And if people do it badly, then they are, there's problems. But also, if people do it well, then there's jealousy issues and. <laughs> In How many people did you say? Half a dozen since 98. That's what this article says. The New York Times says um, they're not sure how many. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, it's a, it's an intense many. situation. If it's gotten to the point of, of, of murder a couple of times, that probably at least a few, uh, quite a bit more beatings. So yeah. All I know is I've, I've been to a couple karaoke nights and, I felt the same way when they do Bohemian Rhapsody. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's your my way. That's and my one my person way. Said, one person said, the trouble with my way is that everyone knows it and everyone has an opinion. 
And because of the higher oh. incidences of karaoke, like, because of the passion for it in general, it's created this, like, pressure. I mean, there's a, they talk, in this New York Times article, they talk about, like, the amount of illegal guns there are in the Philippines also. Yeah. So, you know, this is, like, all compounded by the culture and by violence that happens to be there and all of these themes, but. I did it my way. Yeah, you definitely oh. shouldn't do karaoke on. Oh, because I'm, because I'm too good? So, like, was there any other song? It was mostly just My Way. It's only My Way. That's insane. And it's like this crazy phenomenon. I haven't even heard of this at all. Yeah. This is so interesting. I'm glad that you um, did this one because that's... Wow. Now I'm going to look more into it. Yeah. I'm so excited. There's a couple of really great articles about it. It's I'm so excited about researching it. I'm not excited about the fact that it happened. <laughs> just to be clear. That's clear. But it's so fascinating to me about how, like, a song can el- elicit such, like, a perfectly normal song. Yeah. Maybe it's, it's, it's a great song. Such a response. Yeah, such a response. That's crazy. Because, I, I mean, there's songs that I, 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 I love. I don't think I love anything enough that if someone sang it bad, I would kill them. But, you know, like, me, I love. But I've I had, also. I've cried. I've had my fill share of losing. Stop. <laughs> yes, those are lyrics. Good job, Brady. It's sent by we our research assistant. Did, <laughs> did you look them up on your own this time? I did look them up on my own because I don't want our research assistants to shoot me for my singing. So <laughs> it's intense. It is. Um, that is intense. I had no idea. Now I'm uh, terrified of doing karaoke in the Philippines. Not yeah. that not that before I was like, ooh, I want to do karaoke in the Philippines. But now I'm like, if well, I ever go... honestly, you probably should have been that excited. It's such a big deal. Though. Is it? Yeah. Mm. But... I need to do karaoke here. This is a... That's, I know it's a weird thing to draw, a conclusion to draw. But it's just... <laughs> People are dying from, from doing karaoke and Zach's like, oh, do you know what I, I really Did you know what I miss? I miss karaoke. I miss karaoke. <laughs> I do. Actually, so, um, what do you have to say about it, Brady? Then this is in my own words. I just want this very clear that this is in my own words how I feel about this about whole, the mur- the murders the murders related to My Way by Frank Sinatra. And now the end is near, and so I face the final curtain, my friend. I will make it clear. I'll state my case, of which I am certain. <laughs> the fact that you insist on doing visual jokes in a, again, primarily auditory medium is infuriating. I'm helping our listeners use their imaginations. He was reading from his phone. That was the joke. Obviously, if you're listening, you wouldn't know that unless you have memorized the lyrics to Frank Sinatra. There's people in the Philippines who have have shot other people for it. I don't think that they would be listening to this podcast. But thank you if you are from the Philippines and listen to it. And haven't shot anybody. I feel like I covered that. Because you did it your way. Okay. Uh, Let's go to the next song.
Yes, I pressed it. Uh, that was Testify by Rage Against the Machine. Uh, before we get into the murder. Rock on. I love Rage Against the Machine. <sighs> it's infuriating having you around sometimes. Um, <laughs> the... I love Rage Against the Machine. This this is a great song. There, I got into them in high school. Yeah, high school. They, I mean, they broke up before my before I started discovering like music on my own. I'm pretty sure because it was in the '90s still when they broke up, wasn't it? I don't know. Let me find out from our our research. You could just go ahead and read our research. These two did a lot of their research beforehand, (laughs) so this has been pretty much like a week of PTO for them. Yeah. Um, I mean, by PTO, it, is it, uh, well, you mean we're paying uh, them an exposure, P- so like P B E T O, paid by exposure time off. Um, so I love this. No, they, they broke up in. Uh, they broke up in in. I think it looked like it was like around two thousand six. Oh, I guess right before I started high school. Yeah, they but they really broke up and then they re they've they've reunited since. Yeah, I need to. Um, but they're they're fantastic. They're um, Tom Morello. Tom Morello is, is amazing. Amazing. Everything he touches is is gold. And on a on a cool note, like King and I think we've touched. talked about this before, in past podcast, but Tom Morello is mm-hmm. like, um, like for the punk rock scene. Mm. Like to, there's not a lot of like black artists out there in that. Scene. Oh yeah, yeah. And the fact that like he is punk, punk or metal, there's not punk, like there, there's not tons, but like he is one of the most well known guitarists in that in for any anybody in that scene. And just yeah, like it's just really cool that. Um. Yeah, he's truly a master of guitar and modern age like he's um probably our most recent modern master yeah um he's fantastic so brady wanted to oh sorry Michaela. do you have anything to say about the song uh, i'm scared of all things that are even slightly above even close to a screen oh <laughs> then i'm sorry i made you listen to that no, um, I've, I've tried to get her more into like i've tried it's fine. It's not for everybody. It's not for everyone, but I'm, I get it. But it was not terrible. I'm glad you didn't play the other band that you mentioned. Yes, that I'll talk about it. Um, so, the, but Brady mentioned while we were listening to the song that you wanted to venture a guess. Yeah. So, so, and you're saying so this, so the this is one of the favorite band. This is in the in the, the there's a specific genre of new metal. Was this Killer's favorite? So and and so this killer's favorite was one of them. One of his favorite bands was uh, Rage Against the Machine. One of them, yes. So I would say we are going to talk about Spanish Fork Utah <laughs> because they hate Rage Against the Machine now. So I guess it's not. You're right. I messed up with that joke. Uh, that it's. Have you not heard that story? That is the dumbest thing that so, ever happened. So oh, real quick, while we're talking about Rage Against the Machine. One of the it, the joke didn't actually work out. As soon as I said it out loud, I, me- I realized I messed up on the joke. But Rage Against the Machine. It's hard to tell when you do 
do a joke right, though. So. Yeah, it's fine. Just laugh anyway. That's what my motto is and myself. Um, <laughs> but Ray's just far talking about it. It, was, it would have been like 20 years ago. Um, there was a like ra- Spanish Fork. Um, Spanish Fork had booked Rage Against the Machine. It wasn't even, I looked into it, it wasn't even accidental. Like, they booked them, like, Rage Against the Machine just uh, booked a venue there because they saw that there was a, a, a big like, it was a, someone arena. From the, it was someone from the city reached out to them, right? Yeah, someone and from the city the, reached and, out and booked it. And booked but it. then the whole town thought that they were, like, devil worshippers and they, yeah. there's this, this whole back, there like, was this a, fight against yeah, having yeah. them, backlash of having them come in. Because they thought it was going to bring in just all these punk derelicts who were going to tear up Spanish Fork. Oh, gosh. It was a mass panic about it. Um, the, I mean, good on Spanish Fork for sticking, like, the gov- the bookers, like, said, like, no, we're going to keep them, I, to my recollection. I, like, I, don't even know if they, I, don't, I don't know if they played or not. I did. They did. Oh, they no, did. They, they did. did. They did. They did. Everybody came through. Nothing happened. They. Uh, it was a big panic about nothing. Other but, than, you know, the normal concert, you know, sometimes there's a lot, usually some litter in the streets. Yeah, but it's just it's just funny that yeah. there's this, I just wanted to bring that up since we're talking about Rage Against the Machine because it's every yeah. time I think about everything, every time I think about Rage Against the Machine, I think of that. And it's not even just like a local thing that we hear in Utah. Like it's it was it's kind of like this lore that's behind them that so some funny. small little farm town in Utah decided to, you know. Yeah. Um, so. On to the real reason yeah, this the real is reason. on here. Uh, so <laughs> this this person's uh, actual favorite band, uh, I Will Not Play. I don't enjoy their music. Uh, Michaela already mentioned that she really doesn't. Uh, I'm morally against them. Uh, ICP, I believe, is the, the uh, colloquialism yeah. for them. That's insane clown posse. Fago! I don't know. Is that something that, they that's, that's the that's the dr- That's the crazy... Like uh, I think they're from like Minnesota or something, oh, and that's the crazy. Some... It's like it's like a soda that it made just oh, there that yeah. they that they're, obs- that they're, they're obsessed. Like obsessed with ICP has become obsessed with them. They like it's, it's at every like ICP concert. I don't know if you want to know more about ICP. Talk to Cody McCracken. He watched a documentary about him, and he's oh, like, yeah. and he's he's many times. I don't know if it's a joke or if it, he's being serious with it. I'm worried. I but worry. he's he's talked about like no, but like guys, yeah, ICP fans aren't that bad. ICP isn't that bad. Because he watched this documentary about him. Find out more. Um, just uh, message uh, Cody on social media or well, something. Like, do you think as um, because Dak is is a is really I mean a celebrity and a musical artist? Do you really think people should be contacting him directly, or should they go through his manager? I you can come to me and find out more. Yeah, so about, reach out to Brady about all your ICP questions. Make I sure will forward them on to, to Cody. And he, anything anything you might think. It's somewhat related to ICP. Just go ahead and fill Brady's inbox with ICP questions. Um, so the killer, his name. So this is actually related to you saying there are not as many serial killers in recent years. This guy wasn't apprehended, or was apprehended in 2012. Okay. Uh, I don't know when he started. Kill. Oh, it's like 2008. I think he started killing. Um, he. His name is Israel Keys. You know. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely obsessed with new metal actually. The whole genre was his favorite. Oh, what a crappy guy. Yeah, and I, it's funny to me because I think from out 
people that don't listen to new metal, um, especially parents during that era, they were like, this is devil music. But a lot of new metal, like Limp Bizkit and ICP, they're just stupid douchebags. Like, they're not really hardcore. Uh, Rage Against the Machine is good music. I would not say they're Satan worshippers by any stretch of the imagination. They're a bit, uh, I mean, they're definitely anti-government. You say anti-establishment. Anti-establishment people, but Their name is not... Rage Against the Machine. The machine is... But I mean, you know, most of the folk bands in the 60s were anti-establishment. Yeah. And that, I wouldn't call that devil music. So, anyways. Israel Unless Keys. you count the devil went down to Georgia. He was born in Utah, Israel Keys. Was it, were they born in Utah? Oh, okay. Uh, no, yeah, the hometown... He's... Hero, hero. hero. I don't know what I was going to say. I, sometimes I will start saying something and just hope a joke will follow. Sometimes it's not that good. Sometimes it's terrible. That was one of those terrible ones. Yes. Uh, so Israel Keys is... Um, he His mistake in being caught... Because, I mean, you have to make... Usually all these guys have to make a mistake in order to be caught. So... He was obsessed with serial killers growing up, um, studied how they did things, uh, and then decided to become one himself. And so his, uh, he would plan a murder for months at a time. Um, and he would, he lived in Alaska and he, the mistake that he, he made is that his last murder he did was in Alaska. Before that, he never murdered anyone in Alaska. He always went, planned for months, picked out a, usually his approach was to pick out a spot, a method, and then at the last moment, right before he murdered, he would pick a victim. Like his victims have nothing to do. I think I've heard of this one before. Yeah. So he, his, his, I mean, other than the fact that he liked to murder, his method, his like reason for murdering was to not get caught basically like he wanted to get away with it that was how he got got off on no got off on them that's the best way to say it i don't well i should say i don't know if some some of these people it was sexual nature i don't think this was sexual nature um but yeah so he would pick he would pick a spot and then he would pick a victim like it had is this the guy who had like the weird drop boxes of almost that what I'm thinking, where he had like almost like drop boxes, uh, kill, stashes. kill stashes of like, possibly, like he yeah. had like his stuff ready to go, so that way he had it all planned. And because wasn't he, didn't he travel a lot? Yeah, he traveled. A yeah, ton. he traveled a ton. And so when he go to the, the city he was traveling to, he'd like make he kind of get his stuff ready, and so the next time he traveled back there, he'd kill and then leave. That's right. Yeah, he would get everything ready. He was yeah. One of those people was obsessed with, um, like, studied serial killers in order to become a better serial killer. Not in the way that um, me and Michaela do, where it's uh, terrified that this is going to happen to us. And so we need to learn as much as possible about it in order to avoid it happening to yeah. us. Um, which is just a fun way to live. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you made it through, Brady. I did it. How you feel? Big round of applause for me. 
Pretty great. Just at the end, I wanted to mention that there a killer I did want to talk about um, didn't, didn't like music, uh, Ted Bundy. So I'm not going to talk much about him, but apparently he preferred talk radio. Thank you for not ruining music for me. So Ted Bundy Are would really enjoy Ted Bundy right now. Hey. Please I don't, don't think do that. That's the move, I don't man. think I think you should walk something a little bit back there. <laughs> I don't even know. What to you say. don't even know what to say. Brady did not mean to thank Ted Bundy at all. He just was happy to not have music ruined. Uh, but just to ruin uh, something else for you, Ted Bundy would have really enjoyed this. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yes. So, however that makes you feel. Um, not great, Zach. Not great. Ted Bundy's just... He's... I feel like he's never going to be... Because he was... Ted Bundy was the one that was Mormon... Or looked into Mormonism. Or he was, got baptized. He got baptized. He was also... I like we you. We mentioned he about the Republican Party. Like, he helped with presidential campaigns. Um, and... He, he worked at a suicide hotline. He worked at a suicide hotline. The guy just like the fact that the what he touched in life is like so creepy that he was actually a, a psychopath yeah. and was able to get into all these things. And um, also, he was wasn't he the one who said that pornography made him a serial killer? Yeah, but people have disputed that. Well, yeah, I was gonna say. So basically, he's like an internet troll in real life, like. He got off on the fact that everyone was going to freak out about yeah. the fact that. Exactly. Um, he also would change the reason he became a serial killer based on who was interviewing him. Yeah. Uh, often, and so the last person to interview him was uh, was against pornography, like somebody who hated it uh, and was like railing against it, and so he said, "Oh yeah, pornography made me a serial killer." So. Yeah. Which is super fun to grow up and be told that you're going to be a serial killer if you look at pornography, <laughs> and then. Um, uh, yeah, then it kind of screws you up in your head. So. Sure. Um, just do stuff. Yep. Well, now we're really, now I'm really bad. Okay. Um, that wasn't even scary. You're fine. Yeah, that one wasn't that bad. I didn't yeah, even but talk now, about but, his murders. But now I'm like starting to think about all of them. And do you guys want to watch a Disney movie with me? <laughs> I wish you were too. I wish I was too. I don't know. So I love watching disney movies so i guess you know yeah all right well um again go follow us on spotify uh and anchor i don't i doubt we're gonna do this again because uh there's not that many bands so <laughs> yeah. but we might have michaela back on she's fun to have we'll see uh we'll see if what happens Brady, uh, if Brady can keep his shit together <sighs> yeah if it's not about serial killers i can keep the shit together <laughs> <laughs> uh Literally see. and figuratively. Gross. Um, <laughs> it's gross. So, I don't have a clever tagline. I'll usually try and come up with them, but uh, thanks. Uh, thanks for sticking around, fellow music nerds.